Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 349. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be daring, be audacious, challenge life. Entreport is an all-in-one business management platform that integrates all the software an entrepreneur needs to start, systemize, and scale their business. Are you ready to get started? Go to entreport.com slash fire today. With support from leading professional athletes and medical practitioners, Onnit is on the cutting edge of the latest science and ingredient research for all of their supplements. Get 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Jeff Corhan. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All right. Jeff is the author of Built-In Social, Essential Social Marketing Practices for Every Small Business. He is a small business marketing expert who started his career as a Fortune 50 sales and marketing executive. He later founded a landscape services company that was twice named Small Business of the Year. Today, Jeff helps mainstream small businesses adapt their traditional growth practices to a digital world. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Jeff, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, and then give us an overview of your business. Sure. Well, you've covered it pretty well. I've had a lengthy career that has had some twists and turns, and so I started out uh, in a traditional corporate sales and marketing job. And the thing is, that was pretty much the expectation back then. You know, these days, being an entrepreneur is something that's very celebrated and it's talked about a lot. But back then, the thing you did was got a traditional job. And I don't look back at it with any regrets. In fact, it was a phenomenal experience. I had some great mentors, really learned a lot about the sales and marketing process. But at some point, I really felt constrained. I just didn't feel like I was going anywhere. And I really had this knack to get out on my own and just see what I could accomplish. And so I made it my business to really think of what kind of a business I could get into. And when I finally uh, went through so many ideas, it came to a point in time when I just literally just did it. My wife says, I've been hearing you talk about this for so long either do this thing or shut up about it. So <laughs> I literally, I had no business cards. I did have a company name. I wrote down my name and phone number on three by five index cards, if you can believe this. I started going door to door where I thought there were some houses in areas where there was new construction that might need some landscaping. And over a course of that day, uh, I actually uh, got some activity. I got some interest. I came home. My wife says, so I guess you just drove around the block for you know the last three hours. I said, no, it's actually worse than that. I've got three viable prospects, and I'm not sure I know what the heck I'm doing. So <laughs> I really just kind of plunged into things like that. But as I got into that industry and started learning more about it, I learned that everybody was doing it a little bit differently. There was not a lot of uh, systems in place. And so I did my best, this was before the internet, of course, to educate myself about better practices. And over a period of time, I kind of developed my own way of doing things and started getting that word out to the communities that I served 
using these advertorials, kind of educating them. And so basically, I was doing what today we know of as content marketing before it had a name. And that really launched the business. And I operated that business for 20 years. I uh, had a great time with it. And actually, let me take a sidetrack here. Concurrent with running that seasonal business, I was stressed out and found myself on a plane one day to uh, where you're located in San Diego to uh, visit the Chopra Center, had a big uh, conference to learn how to meditate and things of that nature. And I did learn to meditate. And they asked me if I wanted to become an instructor. And I said, no, 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 you know, I've got this business to run. But I did become an instructor. And I started teaching on weekends and really loved that. And so when certain things came together in 2008 and I was uh, in a position to sell that landscape business, I then migrated from teaching meditation and things of that nature. I was already speaking professionally, but uh, this thing called uh, social media was getting red hot and I was starting to blog already and one thing led to another and it really moved forward into what I'm doing now. I mean, that blog sort of put me on the map and it really opened up a lot of doors and uh, attracted a book deal, attracted a lot of speaking engagements. And so that's kind of the journey I'm on right now. Well, it's a fascinating journey, Jeff. And what I love so much is how you can apply the principles that you had in your quote unquote pre-internet days to what you're doing today. And that's just so fascinating that these lessons, these entrepreneurial lessons that we learn from books that were written 100 years ago are still so prevalent now. And it's just great to hear the theme over and over again. But before we dive more into your journey, Jeff, I do want to hear a success quote. This is something that you've had memorized now for over 25 years. So I'm excited to hear what this particular quote could be. So take it away. Sure. I have a success quote that actually goes back several hundred years. It's by Henry David Thoreau. And it's a quote that I first heard from Wayne Dyer that motivated me to actually take the steps necessary to launch my own business. And here's the quote. If you advance confidently in the direction of your own dreams and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Thoreau. And I mean, he does not get quoted nearly enough on Entrepreneur on Fire, Jeff. And what I would love for you to do now is take that quote Break it down for us and tell us how you've applied it to your mantra, to your life. Sure. Well, I guess the thing about it is we all can find ourselves in situations where we don't have the confidence to do what we know we need to do. And so that little reminder for me was really, look, you can do this. Trust your gut. Take the necessary steps. And in fact, build a process to get yourself where you want to go to accomplish what you want to accomplish to make the difference with the people that you know you can make. And then from there, just follow that process. Keep moving one step forward with confidence and everything will work out. It always does. Life is about ups and downs. But if we keep advancing confidently, we will achieve our dreams. What I want to do now is advance in your journey, which is probably going to mean going back because at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love to talk about the entrepreneurial journey and you're our spotlighted guest today. So take us back to a time and really tell us that story. We want to be there with you when you failed, when you just fell flat in your face. And you know what? It wasn't easy. It was tough. And you had to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and somehow muster that courage to move forward. Take us to that point, Jeff. Share that with us and the lessons that you learned. As many of your other guests have commented, we've all made plenty of failures. 
the biggest failures, I think, are the ones that you don't learn from. And I've done this twice in my career, and I swear it will never happen again. And that is, I failed to trust my intuition, to trust my gut. And so the big story that is very memorable, because it cost me a lot of money, was about 10 years ago, where we were referred to a landscape client, and it was a big project. This was about a million-dollar landscape. And so we were very excited about this. But something from the get-go didn't feel right. And just the simple fact that I had to check in with one of my mentors, who was also a good client, about what I should do, and he suggested to do something in particular, which was basically – Stick to your process, Jeff. And so we went back to our process and we kept proceeding through that process. And then at some point in time, the client pulled us out of the process. He wanted to do his things his way. And what he really did was, you know, we found ourselves at my attorney's office working out the agreement. And I'm thinking, I don't do this. We don't need attorneys to cut an agreement. And so even before we started that project, my landscape architect and I sat down and we said, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And this was shortly after the film Bruce Almighty came out. And for those that haven't seen the film, uh, Bruce is asking God, this is played by Jim Carrey. And he says, you know, please, God, show me a sign. And God shows him this extremely obvious sign, something like danger, turn back. And he ignores every single one of them and, of course, has a failure. And that's exactly what we did. So we proceeded through these jo- this job and got to a point where I'm literally on the job site and my admin calls me up and she said, you just got a notice from so-and-so's attorneys uh, that you're in default of the contract. And so what the guy did is he reworded the language such that we were in basically technical default, meaning we weren't proceeding along in a timely fashion. But of course, if you're anybody knows anything about landscaping, there's weather, there's delays, and you'd be crazy to agree to deadlines, but I was that's what I did. And so basically he owned me and he knew that he put me in the situation because he wanted me in the situation so that he could get more. And he basically said, look, if you don't do what I want you to do now, I'll hire somebody else to do it. And then I will sue you for the difference. And I knew he meant business. I knew he was serious about this. I knew he would do it. And so what I did was um, I literally had to dig into my own pocket uh, and pulled out hundreds of thousands of dollars to finish this project because my architect asked me, are we going to default? What are we going to do here? I said, no. You know, As we both know, we screwed up. We made a mistake here. We're going to suck it up. I'll take care of this. And to his credit, that guy was on that job every single day doing things because other people quit. But he, he stuck with me, and I always appreciated that. And that's why I didn't have a problem digging in to find the funds to make that thing work out. Well, what I learned from that was something that um, I wished I'd thought of at the time, but uh, Zig Ziglar has a quote, you can't make a good deal with a bad guy. And uh, so that's how he puts it. But the way I'm putting it is I just didn't trust my gut. I ignored all these signals. And I think any entrepreneur, if you just trust your gut, if you trust your intuition, 99% of the time, if not 100%, it will prove to be true because that mind-body connection, uh, something that we uh, learn in meditation is that, uh, you know, intellect can fool you, but your body never lies. When it gets a feeling, uh, it, it's, it's really telling you something, and it's typically very accurate. Wow, Jeff. I mean, what a story. What a takeaway. Because as entrepreneurs, 
especially when we're just starting out, there's sometimes we're kind of grasping at straws because we are so energized and excited to just take any opportunity that comes our way that sometimes we do overlook our gut and we do just sign that dotted line even when it doesn't feel right. And that was a great example of a time that you did that because you really wanted to make this landscaping business work and really wanted that job to come off with a big hit and it could go on to bigger and better things. So as entrepreneurs, sometimes we do stretch our own boundaries and we do go against that intuition that's saying no 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 Uh, and i love that bruce almighty reference you had because that was a great movie with jennifer aniston jim carrey has so many hidden meanings for entrepreneurs i just love it so thank you for sharing that and the takeaway there is obviously trust your gut but boil down for fire nation just one lesson that you learned from that experience sure well i learned that basically You have to have a process, you have to have it written down, and you have to stick to it. And this is something I was in a coaching program for about eight years, and we were developing our process, and this really took a lot of the guesswork out of doing what we were doing. What it did was it it helped us to stay on track. It, It reminded us that, okay, we need to be doing this now, we need to be doing this next. And of course, your show is a classic example of it has a rhythm, it has a flow to it, If you lose your place, which I doubt you probably will after 300 plus episodes, (laughs) you know how to get back because you know the sequence and you know the routine. And that process gives you confidence. It gives your guest, or in my case, my customer confidence. It gives everybody the confidence that we're all jointly going to go to where we need to go. And so so when, um, in this situation, a customer pulls you out of your process, that's a danger signal right there. That's where you either stop or say, look, I don't think this is going to work out, or we need to get back to this situation. Because every time somebody pulled me, and they don't typically do it intentionally as this guy did, most of the time, it's the fact that people don't have control of their business. And if you have control of your business and understand how things should work, you'll be so much more successful. Jeff, I love that lesson, that takeaway for so many reasons, because you're so right about Entrepreneur on Fire. We run off of systems. I have eight interviews every single week. I mean, things need to go a certain way if we're going to maintain this kind of consistency. Just like for you, you had your system for your landscaping business, and if you got kicked out of that, then things could really start to go awry. So it's a great lesson for the listeners that develop those systems and then stick with them, because those are what's right for your company. What's not right right is getting outside of those and it can really throw a wrench into the whole system. I think it's time for us now to move forward in our format and our system into what you know is coming up next, being a consistent listener of Entrepreneur on Fire. And that's the aha moment because just like we do have those challenges and those failures and struggles all the time and we still will throughout our entire entrepreneurial journey, man, we still have these aha moments, these light bulbs that inspire us, that pivot our businesses in different directions. So Jeff, share with us one of those moments that you've had and how'd you turn that light bulb moment into success? My aha moment, I will never forget it, to be perfectly honest. And it was really just one of these simple things that just happens to you when you're paying attention or you're inquiring about your life and your business was I was driving to work. And so for 10 years, I was in the petrochemical industry and I was in sales and marketing. And at some point I left that career because in my mind, I was like just making products go away. I wasn't having any fun. I wanted to get into something with more of a creative element to it. And that's really one of the biggest reasons I launched that landscape business. So I'm driving to work and 
you know, it must have been just one of those days, but I was thinking, oh my gosh, you know, you're, 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 are you having any fun? You're not having any fun anymore. And I just, maybe I was down a little bit, but the aha moment just, I had this spark and I said, wait a minute, you can do anything you want. You can turn the car around and go home. You can take a left turn and go to the airport and get on an airplane and go anywhere. You now have the freedom to do whatever you want. And after that, it was like, I just smiled. I felt great. I says, then I'm going to work and I'm going to start having fun again with my business. And so how I applied that really is that if you're not having fun, then it's time to make a, a shift in, in either completely to a different job or a different business, or maybe a shift to re-inject that element of excitement and, and energy back into your business. I love that too, because we truly are the authors of our own book. And, and when you really do realize that, then you realize that, you know, the world is our oyster. We can really choose the different directions we want. We can pursue the activities that we want to pursue. So Jeff, take us forward a little bit here. What was one of the next major steps that you took that was congruent with this philosophy, with this thought process? Well, it was really uh, starting to do more of the things that I was enjoying. And so I mentioned I was teaching meditation, and that was a business that really wasn't a business. It was more of a passion than anything. But I started getting more involved with thinking about writing a book is one probably classic example. And that uh, was something I talked about, I thought about, but I never did anything about it. And one day, a uh, friend of mine, I just... I don't remember why I called him up. He says, I'm over at the coffee shop. Uh, I'm getting ready for to go to a book marketing expo. And I said, gosh, I've always wanted to write a book. He says, well, come on over. We'll talk about it. So we did. I went to the expo. And that's something that really kind of got me into the business that I'm in today. And that is, I talked to this woman who was, uh, she has since passed away, but she was kind of a legend in the industry. And she said, you know, I gave all the wrong answers. You know, who's your book for? Oh, everyone. Uh, and then she asked, uh, she said, and she kind of, you know, gave me this uh, slap across the face, you know, just, you know, waving her hand. I says, okay, that was a wrong answer. And then she says, well, tell me about your platform. And I just looked at her with a blank stare and I said, platform? She says, you can't just write a book. You you need to sell books. Are you speaking? And I said, no. And she says, well, you need to be speaking. And so that's what got me into the world of professional speaking, what I'm doing today. That is great stuff. And there's a quote that I love from William Ernest Henley. I am the captain of my fate. I am the master of my soul. And that epiphany you had in that car that day has really led you with different small decisions along the way to where you are now. And when we do just really let that soak in as people, as entrepreneurs, and really take ownership of that fact that you are the captain of your fate, that you are the master of your own soul, and that the decisions that you make on a daily basis, you can point to nobody but yourself for that, that it's really interesting the twists and turns your life can take from that point forward. And I'm sure, Jeff, you had no idea that day in the car when that epiphany hit you that you'd be sitting where you're sitting right now, but here you are. Exactly. And you know, what's really interesting is I had a very similar moment just outside of Philadelphia. We had our National Speakers Association convention and I drove, if you can believe this, from Chicago to Philadelphia, or at least about an hour short of it Eat. or 45 minutes short of it, because I wanted to make some stops with clients and family on the way back. But I'm winding this turn, I'm, I'm going to the convention, and it was another similar moment where I just, I mean, I, I almost, I kind of teared up in a way because I said, in a happy way, I said, wow, 
you're going to this convention. You're going to get together with all these other speakers, your friends. You are absolutely doing the right thing in your life, and everything is on target. And you know, keep doing it and keep enjoying it. Wow, what a moment. That's a moment that I really hope that every single listener of Entrepreneur on Fire gets to experience at some point in their lives. And Jeff, I'd like to move to present times now. You're already sharing with us a couple things you're doing right now that are really exciting, but take a minute now, share with Fire Nation one thing that is just really exciting you right now. What's exciting me right now is the connectivity that we all have the ability to reach out to anybody across the globe and make a connection, build a relationship. See, in my career, I started the landscape business. We barely had cell phones. I mean, we had cell phones, but it was like a 90 cents a minute, so you didn't use them very much. We didn't have the internet, and it made things a lot more challenging. But today, with social media especially, which is democratizing media, this ability for anybody, anywhere to start a business, to connect with other people that they can partner with, to reach out to an audience, I just think is an absolutely phenomenal time. I'm just so happy to be alive and, and experiencing this. And this is what I share with my clients and audiences is that you, I don't think, in my opinion, will ever have another time in history where it was a better time to be an entrepreneur or small business owner. Wow. That's exciting. That's exciting me. I know it's exciting a lot of Fire Nation. And Jeff, just on that note, really quickly, what is your vision for the future of Jeff? My vision for the future is really doing more of what I'm doing and, and doing it in better ways. So predominantly, my revenue comes from speaking professionally. I just published the book, of course, and already I'm working on the next book. But you know what we have available with online learning, with uh, what you've got going with your mastermind. Uh, these are some of the things that I'm working on. So I'm planning to uh, start my podcast, as we discussed earlier, yeah. on November 1st. Uh, that's number one. I plan on uh, really taking my coaching program to another level. I've done some consulting and still do, but but coaching is really where I see myself because working in more intimate groups, maybe like your mastermind, you know, that and and really just helping as many small businesses in the ways that I can, which is really taking my traditional small business background where things were done kind of the traditional old fashioned way and help them bring that to uh, a digital world because <laughs> it's not optional anymore. We are right. squarely in a digital world. And if you're not adapting and making adjustments and making gear changes and shifting and, and understanding that selling today even if you're not a digital online company, is done digitally. And so is marketing and so is customer service. And I just think it's a phenomenal time and I'm just having a lot of fun with it. Well, Jeff, this interview went live October 4th. So in less than a month, your podcast is going to be live. So we're definitely going to put this on the show notes page. I'm really excited to see where you take that and the format that you choose to implement. I think it's going to be really exciting to behold. And this is a great opportunity to thank our sponsors. By definition, a day in the life of an entrepreneur is filled with countless distractions. Even if we're in a room all alone with just ourselves and our computer, our minds often have a way of wandering. And for me, that sometimes means my mind is someplace far, far away. But ever since I started using this all-natural supplement called Alpha Brain from Onnit, I've been absolutely amazed at how easy it is for me to stay distraction-free all throughout the day. 
What I love about Onnit is that they are a real health and wellness brand that cares about helping people like you and me achieve that peak level of human performance. They also have support from leading professional athletes and medical practitioners, allowing them to stay up with the latest science and ingredient research. So if you're ready to start fighting off distractions, Alpha Brain will help bring your mind to the top of its game. Get 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. One of the biggest lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur is that efficiency is critical to achieving the level of success you desire. If you're spending too much time in your business instead of on your business, then you're missing out on prime opportunities for growth. Streamlining the multiple platforms you find yourself working in today might just be the solution you need. Lucky for entrepreneurs like you and me, Entreport offers an all-in-one small business management platform that integrates all the software you need to start, systemize, and scale your business. Are you used to managing things like marketing, sales, CRM, and business automation on different platforms? Entreport combines all of these platforms into one, giving you the powerful technology you need at your fingertips. So if you're looking to start working on your business instead of in your business, head over to entreport.com slash fire today to find out more about their streamlined software solutions and what they can do for your business. That's entreport.com slash fire. This is a great segue to my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you, Jeff, a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure does. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? More than anything, I think I was comfortable. I had a, a really nice job. I enjoyed the job. It was easy. But the truth is, I love to work. I know not everybody does. And I was really looking to do more. And so actually, when I started my business, I started it on weekends, still keeping my full-time job. But at some point, it was time to make a break. And uh, I was just looking for an opportunity to uh, spread my wings, you know, put some more energy into things. And I just got comfortable with the routine I'd been in for the last 10 years. What's the best advice you've ever received? Well, this advice comes from my mother, and she said that you won't know until you ask. And I've always done that. I've never had a problem with rejection. In fact, I would rather be rejected than not know if that door can be opened for me or that opportunity is available to me. So asking questions, I think, is a great practice for every entrepreneur. Love it. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success, Jeff? This is a different habit, but it works for me. And that is every single day for the, almost the last 20 years, I meditate. It centers me. It grounds me. It uh, frees up the clutter in your mind. It's something that I do on a daily basis. If I'm stressed out, I will do it twice a day. But it really keeps me tuned in to what I need to be working on. Can you share with us what a meditation session would look like? Well, meditation is, is very misunderstood, but really it's about um, opening up the space between your thoughts. So typically, we, we have these, our minds are just cluttered with thoughts, and there, that means there's no room for a new thought. And so I believe it's something like the average person has 100,000 thoughts a day, and the problem is that 95,000 of them are the ones you had yesterday and the day before and so on. So meditation is really taking a mantra, which is nothing more than a sound that basically has no meaning as far as we know it, 
and it cuts through that clutter. It opens up a space and it frees you up to then have fresh ideas and to, to, to have new ways of creativity to accomplish your objectives. And so it's basically keeps you from getting on this path that gets narrower and narrower as you progress through life. So it's really sitting down quietly, repeating the mantra, and then letting thoughts get released and, and feelings and emotions and so forth. And it's basically just about centering yourself. And you can do this if you don't have a mantra. You can do it by simply focusing on your breath. Wow. Love it. Jeff, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I do. In fact, I haven't heard this one mentioned. You've mentioned some of the two others that I work with, but I use three together. One is Asana, which I use to manage my projects, and Infusionsoft to manage basically my business. But everything starts with a piece of software called Checkvist.com, and that's Checkvist with V as in victory. And what this is, is a a shareable checklist that is so easy to use. So it's a lot easier, I think, to use an Evernote. There's keystroke shortcuts. You can tag lists. I have hundreds of lists. I've been using this thing for four or five years, and it works so well. It integrates with Gmail. It does more than anybody can possibly need it to do. But at the very least, the fact that it's always online and available on your mobile device makes it hugely valuable. Love that. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Jeff Corhan. Jeff, you can recommend one book for our listeners besides Built in Social, which will be linked on the show notes page. What would it be? The book I love, I've read this book twice, I've listened to the audio version at least once or twice, is The Startup of You by Reid Hoffman. He's the co-founder of LinkedIn. I think especially for entrepreneurs, but really for anybody, it gets you understanding that every business, every person should be thinking kind of in startup mode, meaning being ready to pivot, having a plan A, B, and I think he calls it a plan Z or something to that effect, but really understanding that the pace of business is moving so rapidly that uh, he actually kind of makes a comment about Stephen Covey's um, one uh, principle of starting with the end in mind, he says, these days, the end may not be there when you get there. So you better be ready for that. So it, it's really a fascinating book. And I just think it's a great one for entrepreneurs. Nice. Well, Fire Nation loves audio. And you mentioned the fact it's in audible format as well. So if you, Fire Nation, want to listen to this audio book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jeff, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? As you know, I'm a regular listener, so (laughs) I have thought about this question a lot. And what I'm going to suggest is, if it's different, then it can't be exactly like Earth. So I would start by observing and look for that difference. There has to be one thing about this new environment that is different. And I would then take my time to uh, understand first. So I think observing, understanding, and then building a plan, putting a process in place to leverage or to uh, basically implement then what it is that you think you can do to make a difference in that new world. 
Jeff, loved your journey. I've really enjoyed hearing the lessons that you pulled and shared from those parts in your journey that you struggled with, that you had success with. And it's just great to see where you're at and what your vision is for the future is incredibly bright. Give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Well, the parting piece of guidance is to write down your process for accomplishing your goals. It will give you so much more confidence in getting there. And then over time, you'll find that you can then refine that process, make it better, add to it. But it's it's a great reminder to keep you on track because I like to think of a process as not necessarily a series of steps, but a guidance system that always pulls you back into where you know you need to be to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So the best way to find me is that my primary site is uh, my name, jeffcorhan.com. That's J-E-F-F-K-O-R-H-A-N.com. There's plenty of ways to send me a message there, call me up, send me an email, whatever. I'm always open to uh, meet new entrepreneurs. Jeff, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned, your website, contacts information at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab. You're hanging on the archives. We also have an amazing search bar to type in Jeff Corhan. He'll pop up, first result. And Jeff, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. E-commerce is ever-evolving. Isn't it amazing after moving thousands of stores online, we're already looking for enhanced capabilities like being able to shop at our favorite online stores from our mobile devices? Thanks to Shopify, where your mobile commerce site comes with the package, you can give your customers exactly what they're looking for. Shopify is offering a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 